Welcome to episode three of Jerry and Eric Talk. Today we are joined by Brandon, who goes on Twitter as at S-R-P-A-D-E-R-P-A. Uh, he's a constant guest on the Pixelberry pod, streams on Twitch, uh, playing some choices as well as some other games. Uh, he's just all around great guy and he joins us today as we go through my picks of favorite choices books. Today we're going through pick number 40 all the way to 31 uh, as well as sharing some of our recent pop culture recommendations on what we're reading, watching, listening to, playing. Uh, So let's jump right in and start the pod. Hey, Brandon. Hey. It's about time. Jerry was starting to complain. Hey, Brandon. We invite this guy and he doesn't come on time. 11 minutes late. Sorry, I had to make sure everything was working out. I don't complain. No, it's fine. We're just kidding. (laughs) Jerry was getting some dishes done while we were waiting. I also don't pull a cat on me. (laughs) But that's it. Call Cat. We'll get Cat instead. Oh, good Cat, no. <laughs> How's everything going? It's, it's been good. good. Yeah, it's been going good. Quite a week. Just seeing what there is to do. And there's, well, schedule's filling up a bit, so that's good. Yeah, you're uh, streaming a cool. lot, right? Mm, you got the door. Uh, the lost yeah. phone game, and then you're gonna get back into some choices streaming. Uh, yeah. Before I recently took a vacation last week, uh, I wasn't streaming as much. Just kind of didn't feel it, so I took a little break. Come back, feel a lot better. Uh, yeah, I'm streaming Simulacra, which is a really interesting game. And then uh, choices streams should be back next Tuesday. Unexpected errors. We're gonna keep going through that. Yeah. See sometimes, what you just, read. sometimes you just gotta step away. Mm. Refresh the batteries. Oh. All right, so for everybody that doesn't know, uh, Brandon is another part of our Choices community on Twitter. Uh, he does some great streams on Twitch. What's your uh, Twitch channel? Uh, Twirl Legends underscore SRPA. We'll put that in the notes. In the episode notes, anybody can jump, go and check out his streams on Twitch. They're really entertaining. Uh, definitely recommend that if you like choices, go back and listen to his streams for uh, a very scandalous proposal. Uh, it's always good when you can read, read it, hear it. I guess not read it, hear it in a British voice. Yes, it was definitely a fun book to read. Finally, able to read through it. Really enjoy that book. I think a lot of people enjoyed. I hope they enjoyed me reading it, and uh, I hope to get the vods posted real soon. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely really enjoyed watching you read it. Right, so let's get started on this episode. We'll start with our current recommendations. Uh, Jerry, what are, what are you watching these days or reading or listening to? Oh, What's new right, for you no. this week? I have a really good doing. What's new? Much. Uh, I haven't really been doing nothing uh, lately. Just... Uh, uh, stuff, getting some different job offers and stuff, really. So I've been focusing yeah, so on that. Doing the, the real life part. thing. Focusing mm-hmm. on the real life. What are, What about you, Brandon? What's, uh, any, any new movies, TV shows, books that, uh, you're feeling this week? Uh, not, not many. Uh, when I was on my vacation, I got to reading one of the books I haven't been reading much that I, bought a while ago, but I've had a real interest in, uh, called Not Even Bones by Rebecca Schaefer. It's a supernatural type book. It's really interesting, really in-depth. goes into, like, uh, like supernatural characters with abilities and such, as if living from all sorts, you know, different powers and such in a cruel world. It's it's really, really good, really in-depth. I'd recommend it. It's the first in a trilogy, actually, which is just had some finishing touches on being released, so that's been really great. Uh, in terms of TV shows, I think I've been, well, going back to Lucifer quite a bit. One of my upcoming favorite shows as well. Um, yes. And then the final season drops in September. Mm-hmm. Yes. September 10th, final season. Trailer, is... Trailer uh, yep. came out the other day. Mm, Lucifer is God. Can't wait to see how that goes. 
Yeah, it was uh, that that final episode in the last season was really good. I'm glad we didn't have to wait too long for the final season. Yeah, it felt like ages before we actually got it on Netflix. I was just like <laughs> constantly waiting. Then, oh yeah, uh, we were on uh, Fox first. Mm, yeah. And then, uh, other than that, I started watching, well, I need to watch the new Resident Evil TV show that's come out on Netflix, which they announced during the release of Village. It's actually pretty, that was, you talk about the, uh, the Infinite Darkness? Yeah, Infinite Darkness, that's the one. The Resident Evil, uh, that's a good one. That, it's, it's good. Yeah, it takes place after the, it. yeah, it takes place after the second game, I think, a couple of years after the incident of Raccoon City. Uh, Second, second, yep. Yeah, uh, a couple years after the second one, before, like both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right around the time this one, and a couple years after the second in Operation Raccoon City. Yeah, definitely. Um, I saw the release of, of the trailer of it. It was really interesting. You know, I've, I've you know grown to love the Resident Evil games since the seventh one. I wasn't much into it. I never really heard much about it. I saw the seventh one. I was amazed. Played it. I just loved every second of it. And then. Of course, oh, Village yeah. got announced. Oops, and uh, Village, I Do you do you need to have watched the movies to understand the TV show? Because I never got into the movies; I didn't enjoy them. I watched one of the movies, but I didn't really enjoy it. No, movies aren't the movies. The movies aren't aren't necessarily canon. This is more yeah. to take a If you play the games and understand the games, you'll be fine. Don't don't worry about the movies; they're not canon. Okay. Yeah, the movies... I don't really find many of the movies enjoyable that much. The game's enjoyable. The TV show, I saw the trailer, that's oh. enjoyable, but the movie's just not so much. I'll add that to my list. Yeah, uh, for me, I don't have any TV shows this week, but I did finally see Black Widow, which I thought was amazing. Um, I haven't heard many positive things about that. Like I've seen I've seen positive things on Twitter, but then and then some other non-positive things, but I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I think it's the same thing as like Captain Marvel came out. They're both good movies, and people are just uptight about them. It's 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 not going to win an it's Oscar okay. or anything, but it's a good movie to sit down and just not worry about anything else for two hours. Yeah, definitely. They want to work in a Phase Two movie than a Phase Four movie. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I'm gonna just say that right now. It would have worked better as a Phase Two movie than a Phase Four movie. I can agree with that, but the the ending tied it into what can what can continue into phase four. The not the ending, but the uh, the end credit scene. Yeah, we'll talk about the winners. Post credit scene. Yeah, um, in the uh, Hawkeye and talking uh, in the Winter Soldier. Yeah, uh, music uh, V, who does the play uh, choices podcast got me listening to Conan Gray. He had a new song, People Watching, which is amazing. Definitely recommend you go and find that and listen to that. I've been listening to that on repeat for like a week. Will I be able to hear it over the constant fact of her kissing her uncle? <laughs> I to doing that. I don't, maybe she wants people watching her kiss her uncle. I don't know. Yeah, well, maybe people want me making more official Probably. marriages of cats and people. And then uh, I've gone back and actually started playing an old Final Fantasy three. I plugged in my old Wii because I had the uh, I had it on the on the Wii, and still one of my favorite games ever. Final Fantasy three, just the story that they put into it was just yeah, Final so Fantasy. I could never get into Final Fantasy. I, I just couldn't get into it. I'm not I'm not, not sure what it was. Either could uh. I think I was just more of a shooter yeah. kind of guy. So let's get into our into the into my choices rankings now, which is what we brought Brandon on to really discuss with us. Uh, I know Brandon, you go on the Pixelberry podcast a lot. Are you a host of that, or you're just a guest, a constant guest host? I know you're on it a lot. I don't know if yeah, you're um, actually a host or just a constant guest host. Um, I'm more of a constant, frequent guest host. We uh, we do weekly ones every Monday, talking about choices. We've also expanded about to a, an app called Dream Zone, which has some really interesting stories. Uh, of one one thing about it, me mainly, is it's biased toward the, you know, it's not so much changing up allies and 
you know, MCs. It's more, you know, the straight sexuality, male MCs, a lot of allies for the females, but not actually selective. It's, I mean, they have a corresponding app alongside it, which is female-based, but it's just, but other than that, than the actual set, set, set sexuality and um, MCs, it's a really good story. It's a really good story. The stories are really in-depth. They go great for details and, I think it can it could equal up to choices, but it's not it's not as big, I don't think, but it is quite a good story. And I, then uh, I did try Dreams on when it launched and I didn't like the content or the way they did the dialogue. And I'm sure they've grown since I've tried it, so maybe I should go back. But right now I have so many visual novel apps that I tried that I play that don't really need another one right now. <laughs> the ones yes. I have kind of keep me keep me entertained. Last yeah, thing I bit, needed is another <laughs> visual novel app. Yeah, it's it's a bit, oh. ex, bit explicit, but aside from the explicitness, the actual story and the depth of the stories is really good, and I really enjoy all the stories they've posted on there so far. Yeah, the current one we're reading is Devil's Deal, which is a really really good one. Yeah, I don't remember which one I read. I started with one. It was based in high school, and it was really sexist and slut shaming. And I was like, uh... no, <laughs> not for me. <laughs> And then, I'm like I said, I'm sure they've improved since then. Uh, yeah, that's the that's the first story that was posted on there, Half Human. It does kind of seem that way for a bit, you know, but it's supposed to be trying to be biased toward the high school story. But it, it's not mainly about high school stories. The actual plot of the story is you meet this girl who is quite literally perfect in every way. And let's just say nothing's ever perfect. And it goes on to a bunch of mysteries within your own family a lot of deep mysteries within yourself and your family. So it's a lot more... The, the school thing's more of a side thing, even though, like, kind of going on, but I think yeah, it's more important going It wasn't really the school thing. It was the... I found the dialogue was just sexist and slut-shaming. Uh, that can... I think that's biased towards some of the more unpopular characters, but I've seen that quite a bit in, in that story specifically. I haven't just, read it in a while. It didn't jive well with me, so I was like, you know, this just isn't for me. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of, like I said, there's a lot of explicit content. It's inoffensive, but uh, I think they need to make some changes and it could be it could be a pretty good app. Yeah, so if you if you haven't well, listened yet, definitely go check out Pixelberry Podcast. Brandon does a great job on there. Thank you. We were, we were also talking about as well, um, like, you know, talking about, you know, how we could evolve on it, you know, like, so getting more people on there, but also just like in, you know, in a talking center altogether, where we can get multiple perspectives for choices. We can maybe get some interviews. How we could even try and interview some of the writers team from Pixelberries, you know, oh. such and such. Trying to expand, but also yeah, maybe even do some game nights. Who knows? Try and get yeah. to know each other. You know, because we're all, we're all here. We all like yeah, choices, that's a, but that's we haven't a good, really. That's a good goal. Yeah, choices. Choices has a great community. Yeah, it's like. Let's get to know each other a bit more, you know? It's, at it's at all... least the ones that we interact with on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Let's figure... I about to talk about, I've seen some of the dark side of the Choices fandom. How to keep scrolling them. Yeah, I think Every I've seen that. Yeah, they have seen oh, that I've... mainly on the Tumblr and Instagram due to some issues, but that's unrelated. There's some on Twitter as well, but I've, I kind of block the ones that bring too much negative. Yeah. Like, I keep... It's fine to come with criticism. Everything, everything can be criticized. Just do it politely and do it. There's a difference a between way. criticism and hate. Exactly. Don't do it. In... Right. Don't. Exactly. Don't do it in a disrespectful way. Yeah. You want to criticize something? Don't, 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 don't do it in a disrespectful way. Definitely. Right. Are you then... guys ready to jump into the list? Let's go. All right. So. Last time we did yes. 50 to 41. So today we're going to start with number 40, which I ranked number 40 book in choices as Big Sky Country Book 2. Have either of you played that series? Yeah, I can see that. I've seen glimpses of it, but I haven't read the whole thing. I'm pretty choices of letter at the yeah. moment. I can see the, why you ranked in number 40, though. Yeah, the, the big thing I love about it is there's a Canadian series called Heartland, which is based on a horse ranch, and it really reminds me of that series, and I love that series. Um, but it has one of the better love interests that I've played in Choices, Juliet, uh, who I absolutely think she's an amazing love interest. 
Uh, and it has one of the sadder deaths in the app. Ooh. I mean, if you yeah. make the main character Romeo, what? then I guess that could go the right way. I did not name my character Romeo, but... Oh, I'd love to see... I might do that, actually, when I, if I read Big Country Sky. I might do that. It would yeah, work if you romance Juliet. I don't think uh, yeah, it does. There's a, it has a it has a death that really hits hits hard later in the book. How so? You get like, really close to the character, um, mm. and the character really helps your your character growth. Mm. Uh, so it, it's a character that really helps the character growth of a lot of the characters in the book. So it's yeah, a character that, like that the, affects uh, everybody. Oh, I see. Like, what kind of what kind of scenario was it like? Was it like what? Uh, like, how did the death come about, man? Like, what what was kind of the scenario going on to lead to the death? Honestly, it was just, just life, <laughs> just life itself. Uh, I, I mean, it's it's not like supernatural yeah. or anything. There's no violence. It's just life happens. So like a natural cause? It was a natural cause, yeah. It was oh, just okay. life happens and that's where Wait, that's where it went. Like it's a very it's a series that's very based in re- more reality. Like I, I, of course there's aspects of it that's outside of what a normal reality would be, but it's definitely more realistic than a lot of the other choices books. Like there's no vampires, oh, there's no mm. Yes, there's craziness to it. Like the the election storyline dragged way too long. Yeah, I think that's some mistakes. I thought that should have wrapped up by like, in like a couple chapters. But honestly, like, I remember when I first read it, exactly. the election storyline was like this would never happen. But then Donald Trump became president, and then I'm like, oh, everything's on the table now. Okay. Like the 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 character, the other character in the election is very remind. I mean, not as bad as Trump, but reminds me of what. Like you were just like this person's this person's horrible. He would never be elected, and then it happened. What you didn't want to happen, what you didn't think could happen, did in fact happen. Exactly. Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, so let's move on to thirty-nine. Much, Thirty. Uh, Thirty-nine is America's most eligible book three. Yes, I, I again haven't read that book, but I've seen glimpses really? of it, and yeah, really, um, I think I was tempted to read it as one of my second books after the Nanny Affair, but I just never got into it because I knew what kind of, I know what kind of book it is. Like it's like based on you know it's the reality. I'm assuming it's the reality TV show type thing. I'm not saying like Love Island or anything, but in that area, you yeah, know what I mean. Yeah, it's. I mean, they base it around like being out, like being like eligible to like be in a relationship but it reminded me more of like big brother yeah oh god big brother yeah uh those it's not like it's not that i wouldn't enjoy this book it's just that those type of genres you know love reality shows they don't really interest me as much like i can't stand love island in real life i I can't stand it it's an absolute pain for me to just enjoy the fact that i i go onto twitter and see it's trending and live and all this drama about the guys and girls doing this, and oh, it's just, oh, it drives me crazy. Yeah, like I can't get into like Love Island, the, like the actual like I play the app, mm. but the actual show I never really got into. The Bachelor, Bachelorette, I never got into. Uh, Survivor, yeah. I love, and Big Brother really comes down to all right, I can't whether it. whether the cast is good or not. It really comes down to what the cast is in the show. Yeah, it's like. Survivor was was peak reality TV, but then everything else after it was just like mid, mediocre. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's, it seems like just the same thing, the same people, but none of it seems like that's the thing with these like shows. In my opinion, nothing's genuine. Nothing's genuine. Like the, I think their aim is to be genuine, and but at the end oh, of the yeah. day, it's just just people doing it for money and fame. To be honest, it's it's not but really. Do... Yeah, I think but. For... As far as why I ranked this one at 39, uh, I thought the the goal of the third book is you're you're getting married at the end. So you're competing to get your dream wedding. And then at the end, you, I love that you have the fact to ditch your fiancé at the altar for somebody else. Because 
as Fee would say, I'm very messy. So <laughs> I love that, that, that I could actually yeah. ditch them for the person I actually wanted to romance the entire series. Sounds like that, Ava. Well, I feel like they put them in there. They put them in there last minute, though. I ain't even gonna hold you. Oh, it, it was absolutely way too last minute, but I still loved that I could marry them at the end. That just that just reminds me of a reality show that's recently come back on, Love is Blind. But that's a bit more like less going after anybody else, just the... Oh, no, 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 thing. no, no, no. Honest to God. Actually, I mean, the, 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 the plot of the third one was weird because it's... It's all about competing to get your... You're competing against another couple who's not really a couple. <laughs> who's just, like you said, they're on there for the fame. Yeah, yeah, that, right. that I can understand. Competing as a couple for something instead of with everybody else causing drama between each other. That much more I can understand. Yeah. And I could, I could read... I'd probably read this story, this this trilogy, and I'd probably enjoy it because, like, you know, it's a game. It's not... It's not exactly like real life. That's one thing I like about choice sometimes. It differs from real life in some genres, which I like because real life ain't all that perfect. I say you. I say you do it as a, you do the three books as a stream next. That's what I say. I'll look into it. <laughs> all right. All right. So, number thirty-eight, I ranked as the senior. Have uh, you guys yes. both played through the freshman series? That's the fucking book in the in the freshman series, right? It's the very. It's the end of the year. Uh, yeah, you've got of... the Royal Romance book three. Oh, oh so yeah, I changed it up since I sent it to you. Sorry. Uh, I'm so thirty-eight. <laughs> I went through the list again. I moved the senior up because I I started lo- relooking at things. Ah, uh, okay. So that was the something from the freshman, right? Yeah, it's the it's the last book in the in the freshman series. Freshman series. I'm completely blank. I don't know pretty much anything. I like I. I saw glimpses on your stream, but other than that, I don't know much about the plot. And besides it being the high school story, my mind is blank of it. Uh, yeah, it's actually university, but I get it. Okay, bunk sheet. There ain't really a plot, though. Yeah, university has very little to do with with the plot. Yeah, I haven't even played it. Um, it, it was the fr- freshman was the first book I ever played with choices, and it's a. I was able to play as they were releasing because I played that long ago. Um, so it was the first one I, I got to play all the way through and finish in choices. Uh, and it was just, it was a, it was a combination of being able to see them go through that, go through everything over. I mean, that's what eight books in that series. Yeah. That was a long, long series. Yeah. Eight um, books. And the fact that it was, it was able to prove over the disaster of what they did with the junior. Because the junior was a disaster. So they were able to come back and bring back... Disaster is putting me lightly. <laughs> yes, disaster is a nice way to say <laughs> what the junior was. Uh, but they were able to, to bounce back and have a good final book, which I enjoyed. Right. Uh, so number 37, I moved up the Rural Romance book three. Uh yeah, uh, I'm a little in with most. I say most. I, I I've seen much more glimpses of the raw romance, and I've I will say I haven't read it, but I've been really interested in it. I've seen a lot of, a lot of things about you know the whole series saying Cordonia is it, the world of Cordonia or something. Yeah, Cordonia, yeah, with uh, Hannah Maxwell, a couple yeah. others. I've seen some of the personalities and I've I've seen some of the plots. Uh, it's it, it again. It is a really seems really interesting. I am curious how it goes on three books. I'm curious as the whole plot overall is, is like, but it does seem really interesting. And I really do want to read that. Well, I, I can definitely oh, be honest and say it definitely starts falling off the reels once you, if you if you don't romance Liam. Same thing I said last week uh, mm. when I when when we talked about. Uh, a previous an, an, another book, um, but I if you don't that... romance the king or the prince, if you don't romance the prince, it's gonna fall apart. Yeah, but but Hannah's a top tier love interest. If you don't romance the prince, it's kind of just yeah, without a doubt. You get amazing scenes with Hannah. Overall, like the cast is amazing in the book. Like they did a really good with the characters that you play with, um, Olivia Maxwell. 
Liam, Drake, Hannah. Like, they're just really good characters. Madeline. Yeah. Uh, just in general, the, the characters are fun Even to interact with. And I liked the journey of... Yes, they have too many parties, yeah. but I liked that journey of getting to actually getting, getting to marry your love interest at the end. Yeah, and then it dived off to the royal and into... Yeah, yep, the, 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 the royal here definitely doesn't make sense at all if you don't romance Liam. Okay, these are good pointers. Then it's, I believe we're on the, it's on the royal finale right now, isn't it? Closing out the entire series. Yeah, royal finale launches today. Drop it on like 15 minutes, 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah. So there's laws of attraction as well. I need to get back on that. Yeah, I'll be playing both after we're done talking. Yeah. That's one of the bigger books. That's one of the books that I'm glad didn't have a foreign affairs turnaround on. At least so far. And we'll see how it, we'll see how it ends. It's, uh, it's been a good journey so far with it. Yeah. I was like, I've, I've been talking about a lot on the, Pixel Bright Choices podcast. We've been talking about you know what it, what what we we think would be good enough to see, so it doesn't fall off the rails. And so far, it's on a yeah, it's on a good path so far. And number thirty six, it's falling off the rails. Yet, yet, yeah, they they need to stick the landing. But it definitely feels like a standalone book, and they need to find some topic. They have to find something that's going to be a series because. Laws of Attraction doesn't stand, feel like a series. Feels like mm. a standalone. Yeah, I can really see that. Yeah, it feels like a standalone. They need their next big series, though, and soon. Yeah. I feel like Walk the Dead could be a series. Yeah. Or Wake the Dead? Not Walk the Dead. <laughs> Wake the Dead. Is that a VIP book? Or is that going to be free? Is that going to be free or a VIP book? Okay. Wake the Dead, I think, is supposed to be... Is it going to be free for everybody? Or... Shipwrecked is the only one I know is going to be a VIP yeah, Wake, book. Wake the Dead, I'm pretty sure, is an everybody book. Yeah, I think it's just I think it's just Shipwrecked that's going to be VIP this year. Yeah, I don't think or, or... I'm sure they'll have... No, I'm having a feeling... Oh. Like the, uh... the other book that they announced, I think that might be end up being VIP by the time they give more details. Well, the one that they teased. That, that, yeah. that Surrender, that was it. Yeah, Surrender. I think that's that looks be, good. I have a feeling that's going to be VIP. Because yeah, that, that there's no way good. they can go the rest of the year with just one VIP. Of course book. they're going to get VIP. But they, they could. I mean, they have, to, they have to get VIP something for what they charge. Other oh, than definitely. keys and, and diamonds. I know most people pay... Pay for it to have like the unlimited keys. It's twenty for me in Canada, but yeah, it's fifteen in the states. It's twenty in Canada. Yeah, it's around it's around fourteen pounds something here. Um, yeah, we were talking that it should. I think it should get like a. It should maybe be like yeah, a, ten pounds, ten bucks, That's... something fair. Yeah, like, I know yeah, most people it. get it for it's the keys fresh. and the extra diamonds, but you you can't keep it without having you have to keep making sure you're really, like they can't go the rest of the year with just one VIP book there, there, there has to be another VIP oh, book after Shipwrecked yeah I can actually even with just VIP on its own I can do like I can get plenty of diamonds like I let's just say I have a, I have a diamond grinding method which is rather fine with VIP you know it goes with the Braywood Manor story you know with that being the shortest a natural full book oh. that's not a side story but I have a yeah. Yeah, well, there's actually world, the the last rules of an engagement book is actually shorter. That it's five chapters, and you can get the fifteen. You can get the diamond challenge for it, but it's a horrible story. So just play Brightwood Manor. Yeah, I think I'll see, I, I think I'll see Brightwood Manor because that's the way that I have it set out. It actually works a lot smoothly. I just barely have to do anything. Yeah, and then I ended up doing a bunch of math about it, uh, which proved to have better results than <laughs> the way I do it than getting VIP. Just in general. As bad as the book is, Witness is really good for diamond mining. Yeah, but it's very long though, isn't it? Yeah, but you get you get the diamonds you for every it. you get the diamonds for every three chapters you finish, and then the diamonds at the end. 
And you don't have to pay attention. Like sometimes I'll just click through witness while I'm. But you could also do that with buffers to look. Yeah, my first two loves works as well. Even though that's ridiculous, you know. But the chapters are really short, especially if you're not reading. Yeah, like you can quickly tap through yeah. my first two loves in a minute yeah. per chapter. You know, I usually just uh, stick with the Braidwood Manor. It's short, simple, and, uh, well, I can get more diamonds in less than a few days than how many diamonds you can get in a month right. from daily logins. Yeah. Because you can average about 300 from daily logins a month. I can get more than that in about five days with the, with the methods if that you don't I'm able to find out. Right. So let's talk about number 36. Uh, next up, I put The Unexpected yeah. Heroes. Ah, this is a book I can kind of work on. Yes. Uh, I started reading that a while ago. I only did the first three chapters. Sad. I didn't Actually, no. Book yet. no, I did six chapters. What am I about? Thank God. Yeah. But still, I believe um, it's, it's still VIP only, right? It has yes, been, it's still it's VIP for now. It's the next one that's going to be released after... Which it's makes still sense, VIP it, only. You're a player it, right now. It ties into a very a very scandalous proposal. Yeah, it's, it's like a... Like a prelude or prologue, it's set. It's set after the bonus. So scene. it's like a pre. It's like a prequel. Oh. Yeah, prequel. That's it. I, uh, I wouldn't really call it a prequel because it does. I mean, yes and no, but it. One of the characters know. that you that you meet in the bone in the premium scenes, in a very scandalous proposal. Have you played very scandalous proposal, uh, Jerry? I've start, I've started it. Yeah. So one of the things I, in very scandalous proposal is you can know, find. You can find letters. Uh, you can find letters that show you the history of of the manor, and one of the characters that you meet at the end of the letters is a love interest in right. the unexpected Harris. Yeah, it takes place after that bonus scene when they disappear, and that's when it, it takes place after that. A little bit after that. Yeah, uh, but it has a good mystery element to the story that's fun to play. Several good love interests. Gemma was an amazing love interest. Um, Gemma's mine. I, I've chosen Gemma as my ally. I, I didn't even think. Once I saw her, I was like, yeah, there's no way I'm going out with Prince Moron over here. And Solicitor Guy is just a... He's just I mean, a and the, the male interests are good characters, just Gemma was... Gemma's top-notch. Yeah, she's very eccentric. She's very... Uh, okay. very Free spirited. She, she she changed a lot from the first character we saw in AVSP bonus scene. She seemed very very strict in a way, but also kind of like I don't want to say like mature much, but yeah, mature. But, but I think that can very... that can be tied into just accepting who you are. Because I mean, at yeah. that point, if you play her as a love interest, and I mean, I'm pretty sure she's a lesbian right. anyways, like in the story, and so it's like she. She opens up more because she accepts who she is. Yeah, I mean, it was it was back then, so it would have been hard for her to come out much. All right. So before we move into the next five books, uh, I did send you guys two side conversations. So the first one was top three or top five, whichever one you guys wanted to do for comedic relief characters. I picked three. I guess I picked four, but two were from the same book. Yeah, I think I was a bit back and forth on choosing characters. Yeah, comedic, comedic relief characters. So characters that would really just yeah. bring the funny, you know, lighting the lighten the mood. Um, so the three I went with was Raj from Endless Summer. Mm-hmm. I went uh, Cole and Horatio from Love Hacks, and Maxwell from The Royal Romance. I uh, just think okay. all I three of them totally lighting lighten the mood. Are you guys? I know Jerry's just starting book three of Endless Summer. Yeah, have you have you played Endless Summer, uh, Brandon? I have not, but I've been told I need to read it. Which I uh, can, I think I can, I can definitely work on that. There's a lot of ones I need to get into. Yeah, one of the things I could definitely say is. 
the story is a hundred times better if you buy the diamonds, use diamonds. Yeah, something I try to go for is I always try to get the diamonds to when I'm going through certain chapters, especially on stream, I'll get the amount of diamonds to go through the amount of chapters I'm planning to do. So I just feel like it's not mandatory, but diamonds kind of offer the full, you know, the full yeah. experience. Exactly. Like, cause I, I enjoyed the book when I didn't play with diamonds, but this time I decided to, to buy right. all the diamond scenes, get everything you needed. And it just, it closes so many plot holes. Definitely. Uh, so what did you have for comedic uh, characters, uh, Brandon? That was a tough one. This one, uh, definitely back and forth. Um, can't tell because there's obviously a lot of them. Uh, one of them one of them would have to actually be uh mickey from tna i know it's kind of kind of different but just yeah he's a child like he's a child but just the way he expresses himself he's, he's just always so full of life and he always manages to make things happy you know make things seem seem good and he always he always manages to give me a good laugh when i see him he's like it's just a typical kid who's like full of life and brings out the drawing you know oh absolutely yeah it just it just it just um, brings out something something so yeah. heartwarming but funny at the same time as as much as i dislike the nanny affair i do like i do like the boys i think they feel they bring a lot of humor and they, i think they bring what the story is meant to be i think a bit the boys are the best part of the books mm, definitely the boys are the best part of the book but obviously, I, I like the love interest a lot as well, you know, Sam, but uh, I do think the boys are a huge part of it. You know, like the whole, I think the whole meaning of it is supposed to be family. It's still pretty good. Uh, I think my second one, then, is um, Andy from the It Lives series. Uh, King Kang, as everyone calls him. I think he's he's a strong character, but at the same time, he can be, he can be really funny. Like he's, I think he tries to keep positive especially in those tense environments, you know, of, you know, fighting against the creatures, you know, going against, you know, because one thing he always has to suffer against in the school is, you know, racial profiling and such. But, you know, when he's, when you're with him, the real him in the group, he can be a funny guy. You know, he, he tries to be happy and he's always, he always gave me a good laugh as well. And he always, he always took pride in what he did, but always, always found a way to make everybody laugh in his, in his real friendship group of the MC and the other groups. Yeah, very similar to what they what they did with Maxwell in the Royal Romance. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I think he was. I mean, there there's a reason why Choices chose to use Maxwell in their social media posts recently. Yeah, and I think that's why Cat was a bit biased towards him in It Lives series. Doctor said that. <laughs> Hopefully, she'll listen and hear it. All right. I've already got a clip from my last stream calling her out in one of the simulacra things, which is pretty funny. I've, I've got a lot of clips to make. Uh, and did you have a third one for a comedic character? I did. I uh, oh, who was that? Off top of my head. Um, what's the name? I had it on top of my head, but now I've lost it. I think it was. Ah, oh, that was it. Uh, Vivian uh, from Slowburn. She was, I'd say a side character. She was in the main group. Um, she was a renovator. She worked on a bunch yeah. of the ha- housing and such. But she always had this positive vibe about her. She could always smile. She could always make you laugh, especially since the MC was going through a kind of hell, having to deal with Yvette and Zara, just Nightmare Central there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Going, the, like, the Vivian scenes definitely lightened, lightened the mood after yeah, she was, she was always the drama a fun... caused by the main story. Yeah, she was always a fun, supportive friend, and she always manages to make MC and me laugh in even the most saddest circumstances. She was an amazing character, and that's, and I do think, that, yeah, I, I kind of think that should be continued. I kind of think Slowburn could could get a sequel with bringing the same cast back for since they do it season wise and it's television based. They could easily bring them. Yeah, a I know they've already announced it's it's not it's a standalone, but it definitely felt like it definitely could have had a second book. Yeah. It were a shame. And Jerry, what? They really got a bunch of standalones for. Oh, there's yeah. They haven't had anything that has. I mean, and a lot of their series are ending. Like Open Hearts done now. <coughs> the Royal Romance is going to be done. Like, I, 
I can't see Nanny of Fear going past book two. I'd be shocked if it has a book three. I just can't see how they can drag that story into a book into a book three. So I don't think they have any series like because once Nanny Fear and the, the royal finale ends, that's I don't think they have any other series right now. Now, unless they plan to bring up some past sequels that they could consider, like what about Queen Bee Superman? All right, Queen Queen Bee, but I can't yeah, see Queen, Queen Bee going more than two books Queen either. Bee. That kind of opened the idea for me about like because I don't think Queen Bee was ever originally intended. Yeah, I don't think it was intended to get a book two, but they did anyway. So I'm just thinking, could any other past choices books that deserve a sequel yeah, possibly get a sequel? We we have Blades. How did we forget Blades? <laughs> Blades is back next year, and I can see that being more than two books. Oh yeah, that's not coming off for like another year though. Yeah, we still got a while for Blades. But... Well, that can go for at least six books. I'm calling it now. That can go for at least six. I, I, I definitely think they can, if they do it right. There's such a lore can, that can really, really go far. Like, I'm really hoping they don't mess up book two. Definitely, but uh, also, yeah, but along with Blades and like, you know, since there's no other big hitters, I would have, I would have said, you know, maybe they go back and think about making some sequels of some of the old popular books, like A Very Scouts Proposal. People thought that deserved a sequel, which I also agree with. But also going back, see what books or standalone books, you know, they could they could have made into a sequel. You know, maybe expanded more. Like It Lives series, they deserve should have got a trilogy. I know there's a fan group working on a trilogy, a third book right now. Obviously, I highly doubt they'd make another one of those, but. You get the idea and promise. No, I think they once they announced that the that that sequel was cancelled. Same with Hero. I think they just closed the book on those older stuff. Mm. And they just one of the new books coming out this fall has to build into a into a series. And I think the one that makes the most sense is gonna be Wake the Dead. I could see that being multiple books. Oh definitely. I think I, I could see that going to at least three books, depending on how it plays out. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a so, zombie book. Yeah. So, Jerry, did you have any comedic characters that we didn't name? Not really. I mean, yeah, I pretty much named all the comedic characters. All right. So, the other side question I uh, sent you guys was worst oh, choices. Of, I agree with your list, um, Eric. Uh, worst choices characters. Ooh. Are we talking uh, so, worse as in personality or just... just whatever? Whatever you felt. So, these are my five. Um, I got Chris from the freshman. Just That's whatever in you, yeah. So in general, who what you feel is the worst Four character six. in the app? Um, so my five that I picked were Chris from the freshman. Who, MC from yeah, MC from Witness is on my list. I got the mm-hmm. brother from Rolls Rolls of Engagement, Bastion from Wolf Wolf Bri- Bastion from Wolf Bride. Justin from Save the Date and Chris from The Freshman were my five. Uh, I know Jerry hasn't played Wait, Wolf Bride, but he, he, we're in a group chat, so he knows how bad Bastion is. That seems fair. Um, and almost everybody was bad in Rules of Engagement, but the brother was the worst. Like he just he added nothing to the story, and just he was a wet rag. That was a lot. I mean, if you take if you take. If you take his diamond seeds, you'll add something to the story. But if you don't take it, yeah, I kind of agree with it. I just, even, I just even if you take the diamond scenes, I don't think he adds anything. He's just stale. Yes, he's a very stale character. Um, and then Justin, I know people tell me that he's better if you take his scenes. Really but he's just, nothing about him makes me want to spend diamonds on him. Nah. And then anybody that watches my streams on Monday knows how I feel about Chris. Or as Jerry say, horse face. He's a horse face. So who did... Like... So who did you have for the worst characters, uh, Brandon? And an MC from Witness is just a, ter- just a terrible human being. Yeah. Uh, uh, I guess yeah. mine's a bit... I think mine are a bit obvious. Uh, one of them... One of them would be uh, Zofia from DNA. Obviously, she's just a hard-struck woman with absolutely no soul whatsoever. She doesn't care about anyone or anything but herself. 
her own benefit. She's not afraid of hurting people and anything in her word, really. Not much to say. She's just a heartless creature. Uh, who else? I wanted to save this one for last, but I'll say it now. Martin from Laws of Attraction. I despise him with a passion. He has... I just don't see how they could ever make him a likable character. He lacks... I think everyone hates Martin. Are you mm. caught? Are you caught up on Laws of Attraction? So far, yes. I'm yet to yeah. read the so last chapter. I was, I was indifferent to him, and the last chapter just made my blood boil with, with, uh, with his comments. He's just, he's just jealous. He lacks the bigger picture. He lacks, well, pretty much anything needed to be a decent lawyer. I know he's a basic lawyer, but frankly, I believe. The actual, you know, yeah, his it's, actual it's, person. It's like on I said on Twitter last week. Like I, I can I can picture him on a sign for those call like an, an ambulance chaser lawyer. Like I could see him on a TV ad saying, you know, have you been mistreated? Do you need a quick lawyer? Call me. Yeah, I just I don't think he's a fit for this firm that you're at because this firm's supposed to be the best of the best, and he's just not. He just spends his time being jealous, questioning the bigger picture which he can't see. It's like I remember one of the one of the ones. It was like you were in the restaurant, uh, he, and you know UMC. I went with the option, you know, have you checked for bullet casings? You know, because you know, bullet casings can actually lead to something. He's like, why check the bullet casings? It's like. Are you stupid? Do you not understand that a professional would clean up the bullet casings? Uh, he just does, he just questions everything. And yeah, you could have gone from a fancy school. Yeah. You could have come from higher degrees, but that doesn't make you a good oh, yeah. lawyer. That doesn't make you a great like, lawyer. He questions things, but not even as, in a smart way. No, he just he questions it because he's jealous and just because he can't do this himself. Frankly, he he shouldn't even be on the list for this partnership. He shouldn't even be in this firm, as far as I see it. He just. He's just too, too weak, really, and too pitiful. I have no sympathy for him, and frankly, I just if I get a chance to firmly uh, take him out, I will take it. Another another person I hate is uh, Tommy Agreed. Tommy Harrington from Everest Gallant's Proposal. He was a likable character at first, but once obviously you know the story of him, it goes downhill, and just the the, the kind of person he is of what he did. It's just I don't see how you could how you could ever be friends with someone after that. You know, you spent your life manipulating your best friend's relationships, screwing up the chance of happiness, hurting them, just so you can protect them. That, yeah, and that's I, not how you protect somebody. That's not how you protect somebody. You're, you're at trying all. to you're trying to keep them for yourself. Yeah, it was just oh it's, god, it was his motives was very selfish. Yeah, he's. Just, he's I just don't see how you could, who would actually bring themselves to do that. It's like sometimes them being with a woman will be for the better. And in, in terms of Montjoy's case, it was for the better. Whether it was Ava or Simon, it was personally for the better. You know, it, I mean, it helped Barrington in the end. It helped the family. It helped everything for the most part. Yeah. And but and it all could have been shut down by that leaked article. If Simon or Ava hadn't trusted MC that much, it could have gone. Very different. Definitely could have gone south. Yeah. Another one I absolutely hate is um, I think her name's Astrid from It Lives Beneath. She's the mother of one of the allies, uh, Imogen. Yeah, Imogen's mom. Yeah, Imogen's mom. Um, I liked her. Uh, I said liked her. I didn't mind her at first, but then just seeing what kind of person she was and what she would do to keep to just it, it kind of goes to like what i've ever thought about people being power hungry and greedy just greed for power she she didn't care she said she cared but she was willing to just to get her own daughter out of the way just to go you know mc's family to get this power to continue all this pain and torture etc etc and it's just like i mean in all fairness she got what was coming to her i mean it was yeah, gruesome and got, it was it was a pretty gruesome death <laughs> And to say it was in front of a door, that was pretty dark. She did yeah, deserve it, though. I definitely, Imogen definitely needs uh, therapy. Yeah, well, she needs therapy after the whole thing, honestly God. But yeah, her and her father, her and her husband, just the way they were, like, just so power hungry. Everyone in the uh, therapy. Yeah, 
just but just how she was power hungry she didn't care a bit like Sophia but in less of a way she had a husband somehow she didn't care obviously you you could have you obviously put up a good fight against her we had a cat stream bite my ass Norma Bates as she said in her in the uh, nice little yeah. voice it was absolutely hilarious I mean granted she also deserved that but honest to god she I don't see how she had a husband let alone a daughter she was willing to portray the daughter just to get her I mean, uh, the power. husband was just as selfish as she was. She just got more screen time. Yeah. So first, they made quite a quite a good pact, but still, the, the way they did, they're all oh, gone yeah. as well. I mean, same just with the sheriff. The they're all horrible people. Just the Astrid got the most screen time, oh, so she's cool. the one that gets highlighted the most. Definitely. And then, uh, this was a bit tough. But it was, uh, what's his name from the Unexpected Heiress? Uh, I think it's John, the L.I. Yeah. Personally, I don't like him that much. He seems very snippy and very, what's the word? Very uh, jabbing. He's, yeah. he's the one that was meant to date to marry her sister, right? DMZ's sister? Yeah, as far as I know. Um he was he's the first guy you introduce when you get to England. He's actually an ally, but I just I don't like him. I know it's set it's set in olden England, the whole bias of American women, of you know, women being in charge, all sorts of stuff like that. But just the way he is, it just infuriates me. He's very snippy, very jabbing, especially at main character, and it's like you know, when it comes as I don't I can understand being defensive to your family, but just the way he is is very it's very stubborn, and I, I just feel like sometime in the story he's going to be some sort of problem or a liability. So I won't be I won't be surprised to see him do anything in that story, which I'm eager to find out actually. Jerry, did you uh, what did you have for your worst characters? Worst characters. Well, obviously, uh, uh, Godfrey from uh, from the World uh, of Warband series. I can't stand him. I couldn't stand him when he was first introduced. But when we found out what he did with uh to the queen or to uh, Liam's mom, I'm just like, hey, yo, really, man? You already was a bad character. Now you're really going into the dumps. You're going in the trash. Yeah. Glad that you got his presence of this, though. Um, let's see. Who else could not, could not stand? I'm going to lie. Royal Romance book, like, yeah. Berkshire at first. I didn't really like him. I didn't really like him. He was stuck up a bit. I couldn't, I couldn't stand him. I mean, he grew on me, obviously, but at first, I just didn't like him as a character. Yeah, you really That's don't. He doesn't really come become likable till the start, like the so, early yeah, book two. One. I can't. But then you yeah. meet his dad, and his dad's so much worse. Sophia's another. Uh, Sophia's one that I, I couldn't stand her in book. Oh no, his dad is on my list too. His dad on on my list. I can't stand him either. Sophia's before him, though. I couldn't... I just didn't like... Especially even in book two, I'm just like, really? Really? You're this selfish? Oh, I think that's... And MC is, uh, and, and is also kind of selfish, too. If you... It just feels weird if you ain't take the diamond scenes, though. Because if you ain't take the diamond scenes, it really makes you look like a home record. Or it feels like you're in an unrequited relationship if you didn't take the diamond change. And you try to and you pick the like least romanceable options. Seems so weird. the way so the way I played, you mean. But yeah. What about Oh no, I played that way too. I'm just saying, like it just seems weird that it's like you took the least romanceable options and you didn't take the diamond jeans. But now you're in book two and you're in a relationship? I'm confused. How does that work? Yeah, they didn't really write the. Uh, but it, they don't really write the books to. Well, as much as they try to, get, they try to give you choices and everything. It's hard in a single, single love interest book because the story has to be linear because the end game is with that character, whether you want to romance them or not. All right, so let's get back to the rankings. Uh, number thirty-five. Uh, we went. I went with ride or die. 
another another book I'm familiar with but haven't fully gotten into. I did I can't remember who it was. I think it might have been a friend of mine from Pixelberry podcast. They said, you know, whenever I read that book, be careful of Logan. Because they're very what was the word? I think it was I don't want to say stuck up. I think it was uh, uh it's set or something, you know they're uh they're set on what they need to do or what they're following, something like that. Uh, I know it's quite a popular book for some people, and I think a lot of people wanted a sequel from it. Stubborn. Stubborn, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I did like the story, but... I mean, the ending didn't really... The ending, I mean, I can see why they... I can see why they wanted a sequel. I don't think the book was ever meant to be a sequel, and then it was popular, so then they decided to do a sequel. It could have really been crazy that's what I'm saying. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I do think Mona, Mona was a great character, and I don't think they had enough scenes with her. Yeah, from what I saw, she was quite an underrated character. <laughs> yeah. Mona deserved uh, better. But I did like the the story of dealing with with the under with the undercover cops and them being corrupt. I, I liked that story. All right, so number thirty four, uh, which I do think I did change from the list I sent you, Brandon. But I moved up Nightbound. Oh uh, yeah, uh, Nightbound. This one's a bit of a yeah. This one's actually more or less a big blank for me. I don't really know much about the Nightbound series. Yeah, so I thought it it plays really well off of the Bloodbound world. Um, the the I don't even remember it. That's how bad it was. Oh, you, didn't, you didn't think it was good? So it's Nightbound a sequel or a prequel, or like in between? Nightbound's like its own story. Well, it's it's it's. I played, played Bloodbound and I was confused. Yeah, so Nightbound its own it's 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 its own story. One of the characters is in one of the scenes in Bloodbound in one of the Bloodbound books, but it has its it has its own MC, it has its own characters, own storyline, but it takes place in the same world as Bloodbound, um, and it's it's werewolves instead of vampires. Okay, yeah, I've seen a little bit. There's other supernatural the beings as well, but. Oh, really? uh, one, of the, one of the lullabies is a werewolf. Yeah, I've seen a bit of the like covers so and the actual genre, but I haven't seen much of it. It's more of a dark so book for me. I mean, all the all all the love interests in the book were good. They were yeah, all fun to play. Um, two amazing female love love interests, which you don't always see books with multiple good female love interests. Uh, and then I, I just found the story was fun to play. Yeah, I've heard a few soundtracks from Nightbound, and they, well, I know they don't, they're not like you know, key to the actual story, but, but the soundtracks from Nightbound are really good, and I can see them matching in some of the scenes. Like, so I've seen, I think I've seen like one glimpse of a scene, but they definitely do, they definitely did well with the soundtrack for that story. So number thirty-three, I went with Big Sky Country Book One. Yeah, like I said, the seen glimpses, but uh, not much of a. Yeah, I think I remember the introduction. Like I saw, I read the introduction of it. Moving out to a ranch, I believe. Yeah. So what I love about it is it's 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 a very light book. Doesn't require any real thinking. You could just play through it. Just enjoy the characters. Enjoy the story. Um, I was actually when I right, first you, played it, I intended it to be just a diamond mine book, and I ended up spending some diamonds on really it because I love Juliet. Yeah, because um, I thought Juliet was such a great love interest that I ended up spending yeah, diamonds on you it. You don't need diamonds for the story either. No, um, you can. It's very easy to enjoy it and not they miss anything without taking the diamond scenes. The diamond scenes really just enhance your your relationship, but you it's easy to, to handle it without having to deal with diamond scenes. It's weird the certain character that you wanted. Yeah. 
Uh, so number 32, I went with America's Most Wanted, book one. Yeah, I think, again, that one's a bit of a blank for me. I know I, I don't think it's the same as most eligible, as far as I know. I mean, I think it's some similarities, but overall not the, the actual same. Uh, what, great. Uh, it seem interesting. So oh, I love... Yeah. Sorry, what'd you say, Jerry? You said most wanted, right? Uh, no, uh, America's most eligible, book one. I thought you said um, most wanted, right? Oh, yeah, I was just, I thought you said most wanted. Oh, sorry. No, America's most eligible, book one. Oh, so the, 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 uh, the reality competition book. That's what I yes. Heard. Yeah, that was the. Okay. Like I said, yeah. The first book in the series. Yeah, I haven't been, haven't been into yeah. that genre. But uh, I can understand it being the book one. It's probably starting off, you know, starting off at the TV show. You've just joined. You, can, you start off fresh, work your way up. And then that's how you develop from there. Yeah. So the first part of the book, even though you don't romance her, you get to do a lot with Bianca, which was the character I connected most with in the book. Mm. And I loved the... Uh, there's a character named Ivy, and I love the, the twist that they did with her at the end of the book. And I like that, you know, depending on how you play it, you're not guaranteed uh, to yes, win. Or, or you, with you, you can lose the season, depending on how you play, how you play the book. Yeah, it's understandable, you know, it's like one thing that's kind of kind of good, they adapt it. You know, it's, it's a game show, so they adapt it so that it's not just set for you to win or anything. Yeah, like the, the choices you make actually feel like they matter because they, they affect the ending. Yeah. Technically, exactly. Even if they tried to make you pay the diamonds to actually win the game, which I only took once because I was just like, man, I'm not having I win the game. But yeah, it was pretty solid. So and final book for this this list of ten, number thirty-one, the Royal Romance Book Two. I'm not actually sure, like what's like yeah, like I said, I've gone through, I've seen clips of them. I'm not sure what plot-wise the second one's in at the moment. Yeah. So the second one is your you were framed for something at this at the end of the first book. So you're trying to prove. Yeah, so book, at the end of book one, you're framed for something you didn't do. And in book two, you have to prove your innocence while connecting with whichever love interest you choose. Yeah, so a little cliffhanger, oh, yeah. but at the end of the book. And has... Oh, yeah. That book. It, that has, book. it has one of the most dramatic endings of any choices book in book two. Oh. I might have to take a trip to Cardonia then. Um, and again, I'm messy, so I love the scene when the king, he's the king at that point, but the king proposes and you have the choice to reject him for somebody else. Love that scene because obviously I chose Hannah. Oh, just the amusement of seeing a, such a high, high level yeah, individual getting rejected. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a messy person. I enjoyed telling him that I was in love with somebody else. Just the satisfaction and enjoyment you get from that, from watching I mean, I, it, from I, I being there. I wouldn't want. I would enjoy it in real life. Like if I was doing it to somebody in real life, I wouldn't enjoy, I enjoy it. But I enjoyed playing it. <laughs> I enjoyed even it, even if it was an awful person. You tell me you want to enjoy it. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be in a but relationship with a horrible person, so I wouldn't be in that situation. <laughs> and Liam's not, not a horrible. Liam's not a horrible character. I just liked Hannah more. But like, say you were in a relationship. Well, no, he's not a horrible. He's not a horrible character. But what I'm saying is, you could take all the non. Uh, if you took all the like, word routes where you didn't romance or even like, it just feels weird. He just springs on you out of nowhere. It's just like really, really. I I really, I really linear it where I didn't want to romance you at all, and yet you still propose to me. Nah, buddy, that's not how it goes. He should have expected to know. At least for me, at least for my interest, you should have expected to know. Yeah. But yeah, it's a solid book. It's solid. Yeah. So that's the end of that 10. Uh, thanks so much for joining us today, Brandon. It was fun having a conversation. 
Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, I love, like I said in a previous one of the previous casts, I love coming on talking about all sorts of books, really. Ones I've read, ones I haven't read, you know, because even though I haven't read a lot of the books, it's still interesting to learn things about them, you know, to entice me to read them. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we gave you enough information in, so you can go find some books to read. Oh, definitely. Still got to finish. Uh, the so again, you next. can uh, you can hear Brandon. He's on the Pixelberry podcast. Uh, he, he's a constant uh, guest host on that podcast, and they talk about some great uh, choices content as well as, like you said, they talk about uh, Dream Zone. Uh, and you can check him on Twitch. What's your the Twitch channel again for streaming choices and other such games? Uh, Twirl Legends underscore SRPA. Perfect. Yeah, so definitely yeah. check out his content. He's a he's a very entertainer, entertaining streamer. He has a lot of good uh, conversations that he has on the Pixelberry podcast. I enjoy every time I listen to it uh, when he's on. Uh, and again, th- thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. I love being a part of these. Perfect. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll get we'll get this up, and we'll see you guys all next time when we count down from. Uh, we'll see you all next time when we count down from number 30 to number 21 with our next guest host, Martian Cat. She's so be careful. <laughs> yes. All right. Thanks, guys. I'll... Thanks for joining. See you later. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, we had a great conversation with Brandon. It was fun going through our picks, listening to our recommendations, and we hope you enjoyed it as well. You can find us on Twitter at Jerry and Eric one and we'll be getting ready for our next podcast where we're joined by Martian Cat, who does everything from just chatting it out on Twitter at Martian Cat and playing Twitch at twitch.tv slash martiancat where she does choices on Thursdays and Fridays plays Dead by Daylight. So we hope uh, you join us on the next episode as she continues helping us count down my favorite choices books. Thanks for joining us today.